Word. Yeah, so um this is what, number four, fourth episode, Don Talk Podcast. Yeah, man, this is super crazy. I really didn't think that I was gonna keep doing this. But just trying to find like find the time and like make up the schedule is probably like the hardest part of it. But yeah, we're still going. I'm here with my guy CJ. So not gonna not gonna say none. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to let you finish. I appreciate you having me here to here today, man. Yeah, I think yeah, making time for things, that's very key. Mm-hmm. But no, I'm happy you you keep you keep on doing this. This is totally you. I'm yeah. serious. Thank you. But um yeah, like and it's funny that like uh you said like making time is key. Like that one that one post that you put up was like um like watch what you put your time into. It's like, yo <laughs> The first like the first time I saw it I was like, Yeah, like okay, that's real. And then and then like I, f- I think it was like a few days later like it, that video just popped in my head like I don't know why but it popped in my head and I went back and watched it and I was like oh like yeah I like the first time I just kind of listened to it but at the same time like I, I heard what you were saying so that was that was very good I appreciate that um cause you don't wanna be out here putting your time into stuff that you don't need to be honestly and I think a lot of people can relate to that you know with different situations that they go through or just anything first thing that comes to mind is at school you're supposed to be focused on studying mm-hmm. but you're a guy you start thinking about girls or you're thinking about uh what your boys are doing mm-hmm. friday saturday night and you get away from your goals and i was watching something earlier today on prince donnell and he's talking about if you're how you would know if you're ready to date I thought that was interesting because the topic was how do you know if you're broke enough if you if you're too broke to date and you talked about whether you have credit whether you have cash or whether you have a skill that you can help you know get income mm-hmm. for yourself and I think that's a that's a good question because if you don't have anything to bring to the table in a relationship what are you doing you right. know if you don't have one of those three things he mentioned something like with his wife he didn't have the you know the best credit he put he had bad credit mm-hmm. went and got a loan on a car that he shouldn't have got didn't have the cash but he had the skill you know he's a he works well with taxes so i mm-hmm. i think that's something we all got to think about moving forward just think about where your priority should be i think we rush things too often yeah for sure like there's there's like a few people that i've seen like on my timeline it's just they they in a relationship they out a relationship and right back in another one it's like huh but you know that that's their business and stuff but like i definitely think you should like you should always have something to bring to the table like um whether it is like well no i i feel like having money is a skill but like some people like that like some people kind of base their lives around that and stuff mm-hmm. um but I, like I personally think like you should like that skill like the skill portion like you should be there should be something that you're passionate about that kind of drives you to get up every morning and stuff like that you should always have something that you want to do to improve yourself like not even just like 
entertainment entertainment or music or anything like that but like going to the gym you know like working out like stuff uh simple stuff like that um you know like that's i definitely think like working out is like underrated like i can't tell you the last time i've been in the gym but like <laughs> yeah man like that's i don't know i think like you should always have something to kind of wake you up in the morning like you shouldn't just get up to say oh i have to do this it's, no you get up you get to do this you have the opportunity i hear you on that there's three things i keep in my mind all the time that i need to for myself i need to have a hobby that i enjoy I need to have a hobby that makes me money mm-hmm. and hmm, short-term memory loss <laughs> and another hobby to yeah help you stay healthy stay fit mm-hmm. so whether that's you know going to the gym or running or for me playing basketball here and there mm-hmm. that's just something that kind of keeps my mind fresh and keeps my body fit so i think that's very key you gotta have those three things all right so um so a little bit about yourself like what you kind of do like what what kind of keeps you creative well, a few things. So, first thing that keeps me creative all the time is I'm a poet, and I'm just coming out with it now. Like, mm-hmm. like I've been holding it from people. I was always shy to talk about it. I have notebooks on notebooks that I would hide in my room, mm-hmm. you know, not want anybody to look at because that's me. Right. That's, I guess some would say it's like a diary, but it's not really because I put... I put a lot more time and effort than maybe a normal diary would be like or a journal. Mm-hmm. It's it's something that I would write in like spoken word. Sometimes it's lyrics. You know, sometimes it's just a, a sentence or two. It's a thought, mm-hmm. you know. I, I took it as something for me to put myself, put myself out there for just whatever, you know, life throws so many things at you. I right. think it's, it's very key that you have an outlet. Mm-hmm. I think that's always been my outlet. Uh, aside from basketball and exercising and whatnot, you know, and other passions I had were, or that I have are just discussions, you know, kind of like what we're doing right here, but motivational discussions like that video you talked about of mine that I had put up. I mm-hmm. uh, also do few dance videos with my friends i'm not all that great (laughs) (laughs) it's it's fun to do Mm. here and there but that's not my main focus i also been working on becoming more financially literate Mm -hmm. i feel like that's more of a job for me just a personal Mm -hmm. job than maybe more of a hobby because i realize a lot of people in our communities that look like us don't know too much about financial literacy yeah um because i know yeah i'm not financially literate like i don't know how to save money i couldn't save money if my life depended (laughs) but um like it was i think it was last week no it was it was actually a few weeks ago like i just got paid and the first thing i did like i was on instagram and i saw this shirt and i was like oh snap that's kind of fire went out spent a hundred bucks bro like (laughs) And I, I'm like, dang, like, I really just blew 100 bucks and I just got paid. Like, yo, that's that's crazy. But um, I definitely agree. Like, that's something that we do need to focus on more, like, as a culture, as a people. Like, you got to 
know where your money's going, like how to move your money and stuff. Um, so I've been trying to like follow or like, yeah, follow more pages that kind of like, uh, express how to like, how to move your money and stuff like that. Right. Um, like that, like that page, I think it was Entredupe. Um, yeah, yeah. I they're, you, they're yeah, like that with me. great at that. Um, and then like they are like on their website, they even have, uh, like Andrew, he's, um, like he's on, there just kind of talking about like different, uh, topics and stuff like that regard being financially literate. Um, and the last one, the latest one that he put up was, um, how, uh, how the NBA is kind of like, what was it? I think it wasn't markets. It was something, um, but he compared the NBA to like how, like how money, how money can be used. I like, I'm so mad on spacing right now. Uh, it's, it's going to be mad, but no worries. I do that at least 15 times a day, man. man. It, it's so bad. Um, I'm actually trying to find it. If it's like but, me, it's, it's stress eating me. And I just start forgetting things. Yeah, bro. I, <laughs> I'm I gotta be super stressed out then cause yeah that like I'll be talking and like I have either like I'll have something in mind and then like I just forget it and I cannot remember it for the life of me and then it just comes back at like mm-hmm. some rent like in the middle of the night I'll wake up mm-hmm. and I'll be like oh snap like that's what it was <laughs> it'd be like midnight I'm like oh that's <laughs> what I was supposed to do today oh man oh uh, uh, hold on uh okay so oh uh, shoot I just had it uh, NBA versus the economy. So, like, how uh, investing in the economy is similar to betting on uh, an NBA team, which I think was really dope because, like, I love watching basketball, and that kind of gave me, a like, a better understanding of how money works. But, yeah, like, the main point is is that um, they're there. Like, that's an, that's an outlet for people. Um, like, I, I recommend them. Uh, and then like just kind of just kind of doing your research, knowing how to go about stuff, like whether it's uh, for for an exchange. Like, I don't know if you've if you've heard about them. They're kind of like bubbling up now. Like there's a lot of people that are getting into like Forex uh, trading and stuff. Um, but yeah, like investing, like I definitely like want to understand that more and kind of learn where I should put my money to kind of build up and not. So that I'm not just like spending my money on stuff I don't need, because that's what we do a lot of too, like just buying stuff we don't really need all the time. And you know, a lot of times it's it's temptation. Mm-hmm. You know, you have. I can speak for myself. Just the other day, you know, Jamila, we're mm-hmm. in Champs Sports, just looking at shoes. I see some Air Jordan ones that I've been looking at for I don't know how many years. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna just buy this. She's like, "What are you doing? Mm. You're not gonna buy this." Yeah, you know, and it's crazy because I think as as friends, as family, as a community, right? You have to be on each other about your temptations, you know, about how you're spending it. Because not long ago, I was like, "Hey, I think you're buying a little too too many shoes, my friend. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, put some of that away. Yeah, you know, put it towards something else." And now it's just coming back, you know, to me, and mm-hmm. I, I appreciate stuff like that. I think it's temptation is definitely a big part of it. You know, the little things add up. I like snacking at CVS sometimes, like stuff like that. That mm-hmm. adds up over time. Sure. And then you you could have like 500 in your account, right? Mm-hmm. And then half of that's gone. <laughs> you're like, where did that go? 
Yeah. Nah. That that happened to me once. I <laughs> I think it was uh, last semester. Um, yeah, it was it was my last semester, and I'm like, I'm looking at my account. I was like, Yo, I definitely have more money in my account. So I went to my roommate because he works at a bank, and I was like, Bro, like, <laughs> I think I think my bank is like holding out on my money or something like that. <laughs> And we went through, we went through, we added it up, bro. Like it was the same, it was the same amount. I was like, oh my God, like I really spend that much. But like, it's like you're saying, like, it's just little things that add up and like, you really don't even notice until you look at your account and you're like, holy crap, like, yo, where'd all this money go? But yeah, just (laughs) if you, if you spend the money, like make sure you're investing in like your passions and what you want to do. Cause that's. That's where your money should be going because that'll help bring back money. But, yeah, just spending money on, like, things. I mean, definitely, like, if you want to, like, you got to live your life. Like, definitely enjoy that. Mm -hmm. But just know, just find a balance because you have to know, like, when to spend money, like, when to save it. Um, Yeah, you just got to, like, I I believe that everything can be perfect in balance. So, that's that's like a very important thing. You know, our time like is really now. I think time is something we all all talk about, especially our age group. Whether you're in your early twenties, late twenties, early thirties, time is something I think we all talk about a lot. Mm-hmm. And we actually have a lot of it, especially if you're somebody that doesn't have a family right now or mm-hmm. have somebody that depends on you. You can actually save more. Mm-hmm. Or if you're still living at mom's crib or dad's crib or wherever, you know, somebody's couch, I, I don't mm-hmm. judge. Like, you are wherever you are. Take take cuts out of your paycheck if you don't have all these different bills to pay. And, no, it's easy to say, but it's harder to do. Yeah, for sure. I think I've maybe done it twice, like, where I I took 30% out of my paycheck, you know, saved it, took another 30 and invested it, and then took the 40%. And then just kept that. I think I've only done that maybe a couple, a few times. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to do that. Mind, your mindset might get lazy, you know, if it's not something you're used to doing. Right. You got to train yourself. And But that's that's the way we got to get ahead. That's one of the ways. Just become more aware of what we do with our money. Because mm-hmm. nobody's going to just come down one day and be like, hey, you saving your money? Like, right. No. Like, <laughs> you got to change that. Because... I don't know about you. My parents, not all that financially literate. Mm-hmm. You know, I've seen their mistakes with credit. Mm-hmm. I think that because like my mom, like she was kind of always on me about like, oh, like you spending your money, like you gotta save money, and and like, like I hear her, like I really do. Uh, sometimes, like sometimes I'm just like, you know, like it is my money I work for, I could spend it. But at the same time, like I do agree, like, um, like that money. That I made from last summer uh, at UB, mm-hmm. haven't touched that at all. Mm. Like I put that away. I was I haven't touched it. Not that was no. good. I touched mine. <laughs> <I shouldn't have. laughs> but, hmm. Um, but yeah, like uh, like everything else I got from like my other job, like working at Guitar Center, um, like my job now, like I kind of just spent it. Like most of it was like some of some of it was like stuff I didn't really need but um like when I was at Salem most of most of the money was going towards like Uber and stuff cuz mm-hmm. I don't have my license so it was kind of like there were days where like I would go in and I wouldn't sell well 
so it would just like if it was dead or like if i just didn't care um then like pretty much the money that i spent on uber would be the money that i just got paid from working that one shift mm. and that would probably because i think i spent like 20 about like 20 bucks going like going to my job and then 20 bucks on the way back so that's already 40 bucks and i was working what like four days a week hmm. so that's just money that's gone you know what i mean math, like, man you do it in a month you you almost going through 500 dollars think saying, about man, it like, it's just coming from your check so i was like i was like man i don't know i don't know if i keep doing this but like i try to i don't know like you you really just gotta and that's that's partially my fault because like you know i didn't get my license on time and stuff like i was just i just didn't care and then like at the time like when i was in college i was like i don't have anywhere to go like i have a job on campus like i don't need a car so i don't need my license um but now that like you know that was that was the younger me like fresh freshman sophomore year but like then it kind of like last year was the year i realized like yeah you gotta like you need that you can't keep sitting up here just like spending money on uber like mm. waiting on other people pretty much like you gotta you gotta do that for yourself because i i want to be able to drive myself like i don't want to have to rely on other people like i want to be like okay i want to go here when i want to go like i don't want to have to wait for other people uh wait on running on other people's time is that I, I hate doing that oh no i think you hit the nail on that i think for for a while i've been on my mom's time you know my parents been divorced for what uh maybe feel like 10 yeah almost 10 years now mm -hmm. and but mom's always you know had the driver's seat you know, at any time I try to kind of go out on my own, she's like, no, 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 I'll yeah. take care of it. Mm -hmm. So if you're in that environment all the time, you're going to get comfortable. Right. And then there's days where I'm like, no, I, I want to, you know, drive myself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, prayer to say, like, you know, do things on my own. And I think being in that environment was detrimental to some of my growth. And I'm trying to get myself going. Right. Where I'm just handling things on my own and saying no, no, over and over. Mm hmm. I think that's difficult if you're a parent like that wants to help their child do everything. Mm -hmm. You know, I think there's drawbacks to any types of any types of parenting. There's always a a pro and a con. Yeah, for sure. And like, um, like with the parent who wants to do everything, like I think it's just them just saying like you know they have to be the provider. Like that's mm -hmm. that's your kid. Like mm -hmm. you brought them into the world, so like you wanna you're gonna want to give them the world like you want to do what's best for them like you always want to help them out as much as you can but at the same time like sometimes like you could be doing too much and that's like that's stopping them like you were saying from growth because mm -hmm. they don't one they don't learn to do things on their own like they won't have to kind of fight for stuff if stuff is just always kind of given to them and like they're always being bailed out or always being helped out like I definitely like I definitely agree with that like that that's how I kind of was like my mom's like she definitely like she was all like she was always helping me out you know uh, it wasn't really until I got to college and then like when I bought my PS4 like mm -hmm. I was like yo I did that like granted that that hurt my bank account a little bit I'm not gonna lie like right yeah I think it hurt everybody's <laughs> bank account man <laughs> I bought it used too but like I was still like nah man my roommate's like <laughs> he was like bro why you look like that i just look so sad bro because like it hurt but like i, I know i wanted it like mm. i don't really regret buying it but at the same time it's just like dang like I, that hurt um 
don't know. Like, I definitely think that. So for me, that was probably the point where I was like, okay, like I want to do stuff for myself. Like, anytime I wanted shoes or clothes, like you know, my mom's would go out and buy it. But then once I bought my first stuff, then it's like, okay, I like this because. My mom, like, my mom did, you know, she did a okay job, you know. I'm not going to lie, like, before my freshman year of high school, man. No, nah, I'm not going to judge you. <laughs> yeah. I think, you know, everybody has a has a point in their life where, you know, they're like, man, like, I'm not I'm not liking my mom or my dad for whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, I got all the respect for my mom. Yeah, for sure. You know, for sure. It, you know, there's, there's some things where I'm like, man, I wish I was able to do this, you know. But realizing that, you know, she's a single mother. She can't do everything. Right, yeah. You know? So, I, you know, I let that be passed. That's something I had to move on from. Mm-hmm. You know, whether... I'll give you an example. Like, I was somebody... I, you know, everybody wanted to go to the league. <laughs> yeah. So, I always wanted to be in every AAU league. You know, mm-hmm. I could be every summer, you know? And that was something I had to give up because there was nobody to help me go to, go to those games, you mm-hmm. know? But I, I realize, you know, things things come like that, you know, in life. You just got to look for other things. Right. You know? And I think ultimately, maybe that wasn't what I wanted that, you know, what I thought I wanted. You know, mm-hmm. sometimes things that you think you want at a, in a time, it's not always what you want. Right. You know, ultimately. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of what we think we want isn't even, like, best for us, which is the craziest part. And, like... I think it's hard like some people don't even realize it like they just kind of block that out like they're just like oh no like this is supposed to happen and stuff but sometimes it's just not like what I don't know man like you can't everything you want it's not like it's never it's never gonna go how you plan Uh, so you could like you could have a whole idea you know in your head but that's it's kind of unrealistic in in some parts like sometimes it goes exactly how you plan you know but uh there are times where like you could have a whole timeline but it just things may get broken up like nothing is nothing is set in stone until it happens so honestly and i think you know we're fed different you know fairy tales if you want to say mm-hmm. if you want to use that word growing up like Go to, you know, go through elementary school, middle school, high school, you know, go to college, mm-hmm. then come out with a job. There's no talk about the details in between that you got to do. There's right. no, you know, there's no real, like, detailed instruction manual mm-hmm. if you think about it, you know. And then we have all types of social media now that wasn't there, you know, growing up. So now everybody's showcasing their lives and like, oh, look at me. I'm out here on the beach. Mm-hmm. You know, look at me. I'm out here at the bar with my boys. Mm-hmm. And we're like, hey, I'm at college. We sipping Henny. Like, what are you doing? Right. I'm DJing. What are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm throwing money, you know. But I think too many people are really hooked into that. Oh, I got to look like I'm doing this. Exactly. I got to look like I'm doing that, you know, to be happy. I think to be happy i think you got to really look deep and, and think about what it is you really want mm-hmm. you know and why you want it you know that's questions you need to ask yourself and are you are you, pl- you trying to please somebody i think for i think f- for me i think i definitely with school for a while 
before I switched majors, I used to be an engineering major. Mm-hmm. I I thought I had wanted that, and I had stayed in it because I was I felt convinced. I think I had gotten convinced by my mom that I wanted to stay in it, mm-hmm. so I stayed in it longer than I should have. Then I switched to what well, information systems, and that's something that kind of would help me navigate from different jobs, different jobs uh, that deals with database stuff mm-hmm. and like would help me learn how to make websites and stuff like that. That's something I could use. So. Yeah. I like, honestly, I, I forgot your major again, but it was, it's information. It's information systems. I would forget okay. it too. If I wasn't <laughs> majoring in it. I don't know. I, I definitely thought it was like something else. Um, but nah, um, I definitely agree because I did. I was in athletic training for two years, and then that's when I was like, I was just like, yo, like I can't, I can't do this, bro. Like this is, this isn't for me. Like me and this one dude who was in the same major was like, bro, we, nah, this ain't it. Um, and then we both moved to exercise science. Like I'll, like he, he likes exercise science more because you know he, he's very fitness based. I'm not. Mm. So. I just got the degree in exercise science that I worked on for what, like two and a half years, mm-hmm. but like I was still there for four years. So that degree, that's not for me. That's for my mom. Cause she wanted me to go to college and get a degree and stuff. And like, that's not what I wanted because I didn't, I didn't go to college because I wanted to, to mm-hmm. explore stuff. I went to college because after high school, that's what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You know, like I don't agree with that whole narrative um, like if you want to go to explore, mm-hmm. you go on and do that. But like you have to know for yourself, like what what's best for you. Like if you like if you really want to go, if you have something you're passionate about uh, or like interested in learning more about and stuff, then you should go. But if not, like if you just kind of go in there and like you're just wasting time, I personally don't believe that you should be there because I could have been at home making money for the past four years, not being twenty thousand dollars of debt. Um, and mm-hmm. then kind of found out like, oh, I like podcasting could have went to school for like something like either engineering or like, uh, something that I don't know if communications works as well. You know, um, they got, they got like different things, like whether it be audio engineering or mm-hmm. I think communications falls under that too as yeah. well. And I, I, I noticed that, and I'm going to be real. Like I noticed that there, there's things that people go for because their parents, think it looks good exactly. you know so they're just gonna go for it meanwhile they're miserable about it or mm-hmm. maybe they're just like eh and I'll, I'll be real with you you know once I went to school before I went to school I wanted to do something music related mm-hmm. I, I knew that's what I wanted to do like but I didn't I didn't know how to be open about that right or I did but I was too shy mm-hmm. to to be open about that I didn't want to hear anything about mm-hmm. that, like at home any backlash any yeah yeah because yeah. I remember back in the day it's a random memory <laughs> I was rapping somebody's lyrics and my mm-hmm. sister was like you don't want to grow up to be a rapper right yikes I was just like what and my mom like I didn't think about that but what yeah. if I did like, right yeah <laughs> you just, know like that, what? That, damn you know that that's i don't know that sticks with me even to this day I'm for just, sure and i'm just like wow like sometimes you know people closest to you can really make you feel like you, you were in a box like you can only do certain things, certain things yeah. you know i think that's the challenge because with information systems right 
I care about it, but I don't. Like, if I'm being real about it, mm-hmm. I've been in school for so long so that I feel like I have to finish. Right. But if I'm being honest, anybody with, with logic, right? If you don't want, if you like, you realize you you don't want to do something anymore, you should just stop. You right. Know? But a part of me is like, oh, you should just finish. But at the same time, it's like, I should just stop, right? If mm-hmm. I don't really want to, if I don't really want to do it, you exactly. know. Exactly. I I think that's that's very important to say to people. But it's also you got to practice what you preach. So I'm I wouldn't be the person to say that if I just feel like I'm just gonna go finish, mm-hmm. you know. So I wouldn't necessarily say that, but I bring that up as something to think about yeah for sure um because i like i told i called my mom and i told her i was like yo like i'm i'm done with this i don't want to like i don't want to be up here because i'm not passionate about athletic training like that's not what i'm here for mm-hmm. i don't know why i'm here um but like my roommate and my like my sister she was they were like yo just finish like you already here so like i i didn't want to but at the same time i was just like might as well um but yeah like i totally agree like if you if you really feel like i don't know if i'm kind of feeding into your like uh like being contradictory to what you kind of just said mm-hmm. uh but yeah like i like personally i do believe in like yeah if you don't want to do something just stop doing it um my mom was not trying to let me <laughs> she was not she was not for that um but yeah like i like now i feel like she kind of has an understanding that like i'm becoming my own person and although she she'll definitely have a saying like what I do, but like at the end of the day, it's my life. I'm the one who's living it. Like I'm I gotta make my mistakes and go through whatever because that's a part of growth. But I can't have you tell me not to do something because this will happen. Well, you don't know that that's gonna happen for sure. I don't know that that's gonna happen for sure until I do it. And then if it does, it does. But if it doesn't, then it'll be a beautiful manifestation but we'll never know unless we try right and i think i think fear plays a factor in whether we make a decision or not i i, th- I think that the fact that a lot of us you know growing up we're living with our parents you know they pay for this and that bill mm-hmm. that we might not necessarily have to see or if you're like me I help out sometimes with bills, mm-hmm. but I don't cover everything. Right, you know, I you know I help out with some things, but I don't cover everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I think you know other people they live different with their parents, but I think that's one of the fears. It's like you know, you stop doing whatever it is they want you to do. Right, you know, there's, there's going to be repercussions for that. You know, there's going to be some penalties, and often I think about I'm like, hey, why don't I just move out? You know, why don't I just save to move out? But that's mm-hmm. a hard thing to do. For sure. Because then you really, you really just depend on yourself. You got to build up. And, and the fact is, it's like, is, is that what you want to do? Because I think at some point in life, you got to take the path into your own hands. Mm-hmm. You know, can't really, can't really, I guess, hang around like what it is you want to do instead mm-hmm. of directly want to do it. I guess that's where I'm at, where I I gotten myself some of that drive to make a page like on Instagram, to make a YouTube, to have a Twitter that's just about my poetry mm-hmm. and like my discussions. Yep. You know, the fact that I I'm hesitant to go public like with everybody I know about that. Mm-hmm. That's me. I guess not fully not fully ready to like expose that mm. but I think you know that allows some vulnerability and allows people to just throw judgment on me right that I don't want 
But at the same time, I'm the type of person, well, if it happens, it happens. Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just, I don't want the conversation at home about it every day. Yeah. I just don't want it. Um, I definitely, like, fear is, like, it's something that I hate. But, I yeah, I live with that every day, man. Like I was telling you, like, I was at work, mm-hmm. and uh, this was last night. There was, so I had to cover my, my coworker, and, um... Like, while I was in there, I was supposed to, like, write down. Like, I have to track all the cars that come in and stuff. Um, and there was one car that came in, but, like, I didn't write it down because I couldn't see it in, like, the way stuff was set up. Like, it was just kind of hard, like, being at the phone, talking to them, and the cameras are, like, on the other side of the room. So it's like, I can't be in two places at once because at the phone, there's a camera, but, like, I can only see the person. I can't see the license plate. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, I didn't track the car. Um, and he came in. He parked... He parked sideways. So, like, the parking lots are kind of like the ones outside. Um, but he parked uh, the opposite way. So, like, he's parking on top of two parking spots. So, like, if he's parked this way, the car is supposed to be this way. <laughs> right? Um, so, he was also, like, he was also there for two, three hours. Like, you, the max we can give them is an hour. But I didn't have his information to call. So, so I was like, I was like, oh, damn, like. I messed up um you know but like like we ended up getting it figured out and stuff um but when I was leaving work I'm like I'm just thinking in my head like that over like overthinking and like fear I'm like damn like I'm really I could lose my job tomorrow so like I was just yeah it was just bad um but yeah like that fear like it's it just made me like not even want to go back like it made me want to even call my supervisor today and be like hey like explain the whole situation like i was just that freaked out about it um and then like on the other uh like aside from that like the fear of doing what i want because i also agree like i don't like doing stuff i don't know like i feel like i don't want to do stuff because then it's like oh what if people don't like it Mm -hmm. and stuff you know but i feel like like with this like it's a little more it's easier to to do just because like i'm just having conversation like i'm just kind of being myself like i can do that uh with the beats it's it's a little harder because you know if i post them online and like people people are oh that's whack like damn like that'll that'll disrupt Mm. destroy my confidence but at the same time like you just kind of have to be confident in yourself like i put them online for a reason like i post them for a reason because i'm confident in myself so I think that like definitely whenever you do something that people may not well I mean regardless of what you do like people ain't gonna like it but you know you just <laughs> gotta like do that like do whatever you wanna do because you want to uh, and not look for validation in others or anything like that yeah and I think you know speaking to that about those comments I I see a lot that it's like almost like we're looking for that positive comments like oh man this is fire right like hey man this is really good but and i realized that that's like that's just kind of like what we might be looking for to comfort us to be like mm-hmm. oh you know it's not as bad as i thought right you know because i think a lot of the times if, you, if you're like me or other people you can be self-critical of yourself too much mm-hmm. you know and something that you could have done it's really good, but you're like, oh no, you're just saying that, right? But at the same time, you're like, oh, okay, maybe it's not that bad. And I think negativity negativity is important because somebody, I think it, 
there's always gonna be trolls mm-hmm. you know there's sure. twitter yep. trolls instagram trolls. there's social media trolls everywhere mm-hmm. but i think like good like good criticism is important or negativity or like somebody to say i, I really don't like this mm-hmm. you know but at the same time you know it could be coming from a place where it's like they're respectfully just saying they don't like it mm-hmm. you know and they might and then that's where you might say you ask why you know maybe i think potentially with maybe uh like a good example is like maybe your resume is not good for a job you want to apply for mm-hmm. don't just take no if they say no right like ask them i think that's tough to do to ask them yeah i think in 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 your mind right you might think oh all right thank you for your time like but there's no follow-up and be like hey what did i do wrong right you know i think that's not something we do a lot we just kind of take that that l and keep moving yeah you know and be like okay like you know we'll try something else but if you keep getting the same result you got to figure out how to you know not get that result exactly you're gonna know if you don't ask you know what i mean because i think like um i think a lot of it is you know some people and this is kind of a great way to look at it but like some people just have the mindset of like oh they said no and no means next opportunity you know what i mean so like Mm -hmm. people just kind of like all right well that didn't work out so it's on to the next thing but um what gary v like i I don't know if you've seen the video Mm -hmm. um but yeah like he was he was talking with some guy and the guy's like uh there were i think there was like four of them they all went for an interview and the guy got the email saying that nobody got it and stuff and then he went back and was like yo what i do wrong he was like like he he told him or whatever and then he ended up getting the job because he reached out and stuff so that's definitely like something that um like that stood out to me but i think that like that's something that we should do more of like you know not just kind of taking no for an answer or like getting getting that feedback because some feedback like most of the time i feel like feedback is is very important like people people just kind of take the wrong way just because they're stuck in their ways they're like oh no this is like this is good like and stuff like oh yeah i i like it so i don't care what you are you know like they're stuck in their own ways um but if people are giving you like criticism like don't take offense to it Mm -hmm. um that just shows you have an ego problem like if you i because i prefer when people are like oh you should do this with your beat like you should take this out or like switch this up um because that's helping me become better like you can't you can't grow if like you don't learn like if you if you're never if you're not trying to learn like you won't grow in any way but i agree and i think first thing that comes to mind i, I always tell my friends i, I might have told you at that some point maybe i just forget what i tell people <laughs> that i'm close to you know mm-hmm. i always tell like a, one of my good friends micah right he's up in detroit now he used to live over here so he was making a i think he was making a beat i was with him and we were trying to start some track and but we're just trying to go off the top and then he had brought up some old lyrics that he had and i liked some of it and then some of it i didn't like i should have told him i was like he had one line i'm not i'm not trying to make fun of him he had one line where he started saying one two three i was like "Mm, i'm not feeling that man Mm mm-hmm I'm like, I think you can come harder than that. Yeah. Like, that, I was just being straight up with him. And I looked at him, like, straight in the face. I'm like, I'm not trying to come at you. I'm just saying, I think you can come better than that. I, I know you have better than that. You right. Know? I think that that's something that 
kind of like we were saying, like needs to happen more often mm-hmm. because there's, if I'm being honest, there's a lot of people out here right now and they just kind of make whatever, like they don't put, they don't put their heart into their content, right? Especially like, especially in music, like people don't put their heart into it. They just do it one to have a hit or two to like, to, you know, like they do it to blow up, like just because everybody else is doing it. But when you put your all into it, like that's, it sounds different. You know what I mean? Like it, you can feel that in the music. So I definitely think that we need more people, like, especially like if you, if you're in the studio with your boys and they, you know, they saying some, some weird stuff you don't like, you got to tell them because by you not telling them, like they going out there and putting out that content, like, I don't know. Like it, it is, I understand like, you know, you want to support your homies, but at the same time you got to like supporting your homies, you got to be real with them. Like and everything, uh, like my boy, he sends me, he sends me his tracks and stuff. And like the last one he sent me, he was like, "Yo, how you feel about it?" I was like, "I don't," I was like, "I don't like it." I think you could do better. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like I, I was just right. being real, but like that's like that's really my homie and stuff. Like I, cause he has he has other songs, and I'm like, I like you can you see what you did on this one? Like yeah. you could you could come with that same energy, you know? But like sometimes like. Sometimes, like, you really won't like everything. Like, you're not... It's not an obligation for you to like it just because you're their friend or whatever. Like, you gotta... You have an obligation to be real with them, I think. Like, in friendships or whatever, like, you always gotta keep it 100. And I think what's important is... If somebody... What I do now, especially... I wait until somebody asks me, like, my opinion about it. Mm -hmm. That way, I'm not just, you know, voicing my opinion out of nowhere. Because I think... You have to realize whether somebody is... If somebody's asking you, you know, then I think you should give an honest, like, opinion. If somebody's not asking you, I might not even say anything, you right. know? I think I've become that type of person. Like, if nobody's asking for help, I might not want to help. I guess, you know, there's different situations where people do need help, but they don't ask for help. Mm-hmm. But I'm still, like, becoming a more of a firm believer that if you're not asking for that help i might not i might not give you the help yeah. to be honest I'm, i don't want to look for my own trouble i'm not that type of person mm-hmm. i guess you could say stay in my own lane in a way and i think that's what keeps me out of a lot of drama i don't i don't look for trouble i don't look for arguments right uh frankly because i don't have the energy for that these days mm-hmm. i really don't most of the time i feel sluggish i'm tired mm-hmm thinking about stressing about whatever it is i'm stressing about yeah. you know whether it's school or the fact that i haven't started where i wanted to start yet and how i can get there mm-hmm. you know and just <laughs> or waking up in my mom's crib and she's yapping about something i'm like <laughs> i really don't want to be here today i'm just gonna leave and do mm-hmm. what i gotta do uh and just to go back to you know doing the things you want to do for me, I've realized that my Achilles heel will be if I'm thinking about my mom's opinion a lot. But I, for me, I'm trying to get myself to realize that whatever I do, you know, she'll just be on board with it. You mm-hmm. know, she'll probably critique it for who knows how long. But what I see with a lot of parents is like when you start off, they're always going to be like, oh, what are you doing? But when you show the end result, they're like on your team. Yeah. You know, they're like, it's just like bandwagon fans almost mm-hmm. when you start off nobody's paying attention to you they're like oh you're 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 whack 
Mm-hmm. But then when once you're at the top, they're like, oh, oh, like, this is cool. Like, yeah, man. Okay. Um, <laughs> so, what is it? So, what's his name? Reason from TD. Um, on his album, like, there's one line. They don't fuck with you when they're cold, mm-hmm. but they hate when you're hot. Like, mm-hmm. okay, you didn't, like... When I was when I was doing this, like when I first started, like you wasn't you wasn't rocking with it, and like now that I'm now that I'm blowing up, either you don't like you still don't like it, or for whatever reason, or like you just you just rocking with it because it's blowing up. You know what I mean? And I like I do I definitely like don't agree with that. Like I I try to support people. Like like if I really like your content, like I'm not gonna I'll let you know, right? And I always like once once I let you know that I rock with your content, like I'm I'm always gonna support it, like whatever it is and stuff. But like, you know, if you do end up doing something that's like I don't really like, I'll tell I'll let you know. Um because I feel like I'm I'm becoming that person where I want to I want people to be at their best or like the best that they can be. So I'm gonna I mean I kinda like it's a little bit of the opposite of what you were saying uh like mm-hmm. how you say you don't uh really like just tell people when they're doing bad or not doing bad but like if they if something's not as good mm-hmm. but um i think like i i want to be the person like that kind of helps them see like see what they're doing wrong because mm-hmm. because like i was saying like my boy like all right, you brought this energy on this song and you you only brought like a, you brought much less on this song so i think you need to pump it up and bring this much energy you know what mm-hmm. i mean like it, it's just just little things like that but i i definitely like think that we need to like i don't know you gotta like a little bit of both in a way like, yeah i know like Kind of just be like, hey, kind of offer some advice yeah but i'm i'm i guess i'm assuming like if you're really close with somebody I just you want to assume they're just gonna be like open to it, you right? Know? Yeah, but yeah, I mean, like if it's if it's someone like I don't even know, then like yeah, I'm I'm not gonna because <laughs> like I don't right. I don't know you like that's I'm not trying to waste no energy and stuff like that. But um, yeah, so so we gonna we gonna switch a little bit. Uh, okay. But yeah, so I think it was what was it? So uh, submission. Oh, submissiveness. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, okay. yeah, that that sounded that may have sounded kind of weird. Um, you said yeah, submission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but like, um, this is WWE yeah. <laughs> out here. But um, yeah, submissiveness. Like, so, do you think that? Do you agree with like Fantasia's comment saying that um, you know, like some women, like women who are already kind of self-established, or you know, like they're their own boss really like Mm -hmm. you know they kind of they provide for themselves and stuff like that do you agree that they should kind of tone it down like whenever whenever they meet a man because uh you know they meet a man and they're like they're already self-established they feel like oh i don't i don't need a man but like they're like and they're trying to uh they're trying to be the the top dog like they're trying to be the provider do all that stuff uh, do you do you kind of agree with that? Like they kind of have to take that step back and let the man lead, I guess. Well, I'll I'll start off with this and just say say off the top that women are incredible beings. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think less of them. I don't. How could I with a single mother as strong as mine? Mm-hmm. 
I, I don't think any less than them. I believe that in some in some degree, I still have a religious belief, like in a way, like that women are like the provider. You know, mm. you know, like the the nurturers and like men are the providers, right? You know, in some way. But in the time that we are now, both can be either provider or nurturer. You know, mm. it can be interchangeable. It just depends on the situation. For me personally, I do agree with Fantasia, um, what she was saying about men being the head, like of the household. But like, it doesn't mean the woman doesn't do anything right she just follows him it's like he can't do anything without her yeah, yeah. because she's like the neck you know what i mean mm-hmm. uh the first thing that another thing that comes to mind is like what god brought eve you know for adam mm-hmm. you know to help adam because adam can't do it himself right you know i think what what happens is you know you know there's a lot of independent women out here a lot Mm. And some are actually making more moves than the men are making. Right. So their argument is, why should I stop how I'm moving for him? Why mm. should Why shouldn't I be the boss and he can be like my neck per se, mm. you know, or or less than that because he's not really putting too much to the table. Yeah. That can go back to what we were talking about earlier, how I mentioned that if you don't have one of those three things, you know, some type of credit, some type of cash mm. or an investment that you can bring to the table in a relationship right it's like why should you be looking for a relationship and there's definitely a lot that people want i think people generally genuinely want power to some degree mm. depending on the type of person you are and i think that's tough to give up if you've had that for so long if you're an independent person right. so but my, my personal belief is that if you're a religious type of person and you believe in that like man should be like this woman should be like that uh, if you're into that gender role thing I I definitely agree with that I don't think there's anything wrong with it if you if you decide you know I'm gonna support my man but I'm still gonna be my own my own woman mm-hmm. and make sure that you guys are on the same page and that he knows that you guys move as one right there's really you really both for the head of household it's just it's just almost like a president, they they can't control everything. They're just the face. Mm-hmm. So really, your man is just like the face of the household. Yeah, you can really be, which in a lot of cases, the woman is like doing other stuff, doing mm-hmm. a lot of other stuff behind the scenes. Mm-hmm. But she's not getting all the credit for it. Sometimes, yeah. I, I can see that as being a problem. So submissiveness, really. We could go on Google <laughs> and really define it. I'm not going to do all that. You could you could do that, but. It's really how I define it. Um, two people like surrendering the, surrendering themselves to each other, you mm-hmm. know, doing doing something one for the other, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't think it just falls on one person. Uh, there's definitely there's definitely roles to play. Like if you're talking about sexually, like I guess different people have different relationships. Mm-hmm. In that, I'm definitely not gonna be the want to be the one who's submissive, like in a sexual relationship with another woman. You know, I would probably want to be the more dominant person. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's just things to think about with submissiveness. I think that that's that's a word when you throw it out there. Uh, some women get upset, like, "Oh, what do you mean? Like, you want us to just lay down and do whatever you want you say?" Mm-hmm. I, I don't think it's a twenty four seven thing. You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I. I don't think that because I, I know like I, I do know like a few women 
Uh, shout out to them because they're they're out here. You know, they making their moves and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they're pretty successful and stuff. Like I definitely like see them like holding it down for themselves. Like they're providing for themselves. Um, and I I don't think that like they should have to settle because like why. Well, I don't know. It it all depends on like how you see it, right? So if if there's someone that you really like, uh, I mean, obviously, like like well, speaking that like he has, he has like one of those three, um, one of the three criteria, mm-hmm. um, then I don't think it's settling. But if it's someone that you know, like if you out here working forty plus hours a week, mm-hmm. you know, you grinding, you cook, like you do all that stuff. Um, and he doesn't do anything like mm-hmm. he doesn't have anything going for him that's what you call settling mm-hmm. but I I don't think that you need to like I don't know I don't call it settling like if you find someone that you really like but it's it's more so about like the level of security because if you're like if I'm in a relationship and uh, my queen is like you know she's making more money than me or anything like that I have to be secure enough to not let that get to me because that could like either my insecurity, well, my insecurity would definitely like that would ruin the whole thing uh, just because like I'm worried about who's making more money and stuff like that. Like, um, but I definitely like, I definitely agree because, you know, like as a man, like I do want to be the provider and stuff. Um, but if, my queen is like just a little bit better like if she is making more money to me then like why can't we both be providers and stuff like that like all right you're you you're doing a little bit more to me but like i feel like if we're still kind of on that same page and like we we both have the understanding then i don't think that it's a problem like i I don't think that you should downplay that if that makes sense i don't think I, i think it makes sense I think it's it's easier to say than maybe go through it. Yeah, to for say, sure. uh, oh hey, I'm like, yeah, my wife makes more money than me. Mm-hmm. You know. I don't think a lot of men would wanna say that. No, you know? I I wouldn't I wouldn't say that like you know? a lot. I would just like you, you might you might get laughed at for it, but I guess you, that's one of the things you gotta ask yourself, like, are you okay with that? Like mm. I think if you're okay with something like yourself, it shouldn't matter what other right. people say. You know, it's easier said than done. It's something to be worked on, you know. I also think that some people are looking for things to already be established, like looking for people to per se, like have their ish together, you mm-hmm. know? I don't think that's fully realistic, especially especially if, let's say, the woman, um, she's still like getting her stuff together, mm-hmm. but then she wants to say, oh, I need a man that's already established. Well, you're not established. Right. You know, so what? You know, I don't think we, I don't think anybody deserves, like, anything. I think everything is, like, you take and give with things, you know. Mm-hmm. But, I, like, kind of what we've been talking about, I think you, you have to be able to bring something to the table, you know. If you if you really think you need somebody that's already established, what makes you think that they, they need you if you're still trying to catch up to them? Mm-hmm. I think growth it can be a very good thing where if both of you guys are coming from the same type of place, you can grow together you right know, you, you guys both have plans mm-hmm. i think planning is very important if you're trying to 
especially if you're trying to get married because I think finances is what comes back you mm. know to buy people you know a lot of marriages are um you know ending and i can see a lot of people our age not really going that route right away they want to focus on themselves go mm. travel do things that they actually want to do and not do what our parents did yeah and i like it definitely is a generational thing because like yeah people people are getting divorced just because i feel like um some well some people like I, i'm i can't speak to it but like mm-hmm. um i just feel like some people kind of did stuff because they felt they had to like whether it was kids or like i don't know something but i think that like it's definitely important to like you know while you're young to like see as much as you can like experience as much as you can just because like when you do uh either like have children or like um get married or anything like that like that does kind of prevent you from doing the things that you want to like you because you have to prioritize other things like you have to prioritize your marriage or your children so you can't fully focus on like uh your goal or your dreams that you have for yourself because you know like there's other things in the way but no that's very true because you know now if you have a family you have you have priorities Mm -hmm. you know and that if you have children that that comes ahead of your priorities a lot you know you got to provide you have to make sure that they're okay Mm -hmm. you're taking care of another person like if you you had a pet you know what that feels like Uh, my my sister has a has a dog uh, roxy Uh, she's a a black lab so that's like her baby because mm-hmm. you, you gotta wake up early take her to the bathroom yep. you know stuff like that make sure she's fed throughout the day uh, another thing I would put out there I think you know we really live in a time where what I, I guess we're more open about I guess we're more comfortable than we've we've been with uh, interracial relationships whether it be friendships and relationships but I feel like that stigma is still there where it's like if you if you're like friends with a person that's not of your skin color or in a relationship with another person of your skin color, you ever feel like there's like a pushback like from our community or another community where it's like it's like that's not what we should be doing, you know? So like like if I had like a like a white friend or something like that yeah like it, like it isn't it doesn't even have to be a white like it be she could be latina yeah or just anybody that's not black I, I that's something i've noticed like a lot and i think it was a wake-up call for me because for a while at school i haven't been around so many black people in a while like mm-hmm. except when i'm at school because for a while i've just been in in white public school so it was different and just being in that environment i forget about being in the environment with with people that don't look like me Mm. I I know I kind of dropped the ball on you a little bit (laughs) no like um, I feel like certain I don't know I kind of like I don't know certain relationships that I have are like I definitely like treat all of them differently but like the ones Mm -hmm. that are like interracial like I kind of I don't know Cause I I like to feel like I could be myself around you, like mm-hmm. regardless of uh, like who you are, but I think that certain 
I don't know. Cause I remember there was there's no, one. No, it's time okay. Like, they don't know. Like, <laughs> yeah, I, that's a real that's a real question. Like, it's. But, um, I remember last last year. I don't know. It was it was a while ago, but I was with my friend, and we went to go see like you know one of his friends and stuff, and like we walked in there and it was just it was just all white people. Mm-hmm. I just like one. I didn't know how to react because I was like I. Like, I've been going to school with, you know, like, like growing up, like, high school and, like, college. Like, it was always, like, white people and stuff. But, like, it's... I always managed to gravitate, you know, like, towards mm-hmm. blackheads and stuff. But I think that that moment, I was just so weird because he's he's a little more comfortable being around white people. Like, mm-hmm. he's he went to high school with them, too, but, like, he kind of... I feel like he gravitated more like towards them mm. um but yeah like with me like I didn't so like we're just a little opposite in that way so he like he was kind of comfortable like there was no issue with him but like I'm just standing there like because this is your like, space too now yeah right? like I, I yeah. felt I felt just like I felt so separated like in that room um and then like his friend came over and was like oh you're so uncomfortable like I know you are and I'm like no I'm not like I was trying to I was trying to like uh, trying not to make it seem like I was but I was so uncomfortable like she's calling me out on it and I'm like holy crap like yeah I'm and I told her I was like yeah like I'm I'm uncomfortable I don't know like how to I don't know how to exist here properly like I can't I can't I feel like I can't be myself it was just weird Um, but I I think like for the most part I try to be myself sometimes like I do hold I don't know. Like I'll, I definitely like treat certain situations like with different people. Like with my, I don't know. I no, it, no. Yeah, I, it, I, I, I can piggyback I, off that. Like, cause I asked, I asked that question for, uh, for two reasons. Because I'm <laughs> the first thing I will tell everybody is I love black women. I love women of color, mm-hmm. right? And the next thing I'll tell people is that. Um, you know, when it comes to, like, relationships and stuff, like, there's so much I feel like I have to learn and continue to learn and realize more about myself so that my relationship with other people can be can be great, right? Mm-hmm. Whether it's just a friendship or a relationship. Yep. So I bring that up to the table because, you know, I, re- I realized, like, a couple of years back, and I'm just like, you know, this environment that I put myself in where I'm surrounded by people of color all the time, it's good, but at the same time, it's not always good because I'm not, I guess per se, meeting other people and yeah. and learning new things. And but to to really tie it into to the topic that we were talking about with submissiveness and whatnot and women, I bring it up because what if you what if you catch yourself in a situation where it's not a black woman and I see, I see like a lot of the time that. It's almost like we outcast black men if they're they're not with black women. Yes. You know? We really outcast them like, oh, you're Uncle Tom now. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you with a white woman or you with a uh, Latina woman or who whatever. Right. You know? I see that a lot. And think things could be perfectly fine. They're like they love each other or whatever. Mm-hmm. But it's like we kinda outcast them. Yeah. Um, 'cause I definitely did that. Like my boy, like I mean, I make jokes with him, but, like, at the same time, like, I did kind of feel that, like, oh, you're not with a black girl. But he's, mm-hmm. he told me, he's like, yo, like, I just, 
like some black girls i like i just don't like like i feel like white girls are kind of like easier to have that conversation with like that's his preference and stuff so like that's what i grew to understand um in the time that he was in that relationship um just because like yeah like everybody has a preference like you can't really like you can't be mad at that mm-hmm. because just because they don't share the same not beliefs but like if they yeah you pretty much like you can't force your beliefs on somebody else um like all right i like if i like if i like fried chicken and someone's like oh like you shouldn't eat fried chicken mm-hmm. because it's bad for you and stuff and i'm like all right well <laughs> mind your business because yeah. like because this is my preference like i'm the one who's eating it like i it, it is my body and stuff like don't try to force your opinions on me like that's not a way you should kind of live like you can have your opinions like for sure but like don't try to change someone else's thinking um to kind of make them understand and be like you so so i I think it it really ties into like a fear of like pursuing what you want you know i'm not advocating or against you know interracial relationships you know i think people should do what they want to do Mm -hmm. to be happy you know ultimately so uh the the argument i think that no, I know that is to the table. I've I've been in a House of Deliberations club at school, uh, UMass Dartmouth, right? So to briefly talk about it, we talk about controversial topics, whether it be about, um, like, one of the topics they had was, like, do blue lives matter, right? Or do, um, what does it mean to talk black or talk white, right? Mm. Or just, like, topics, or um, I think one of the, one of the topics that, goes with this was is it okay to not date white people you know Mm. or is it you know is it okay to date them right yeah so i guess you can kind of get the gist of like how you know what goes into those topics so they're very controversial and Mm. like you you don't know how it's going to go so i bring that up to say that one of the uh arguments that was brought up was that if you're a man of color it's like it's like you hate yourself if you're not with a woman that looks like you Mm -hmm. and i bring that up to say that i think at times at times with think about how you act with your family right if if like say your your mom or like or a cousin or something right say you say you run a business let's say say you let's say you cut hair right Mm -hmm. but you know that's your brother right so it's like oh i can just do that whenever Mm -hmm. so you kind of push it off, right? You don't, right? You don't treat it like professionally. You don't be like, all right, I can get you at at two o'clock today, yeah. right? It's like, oh, you know, I can get another client. I can just do him do his yeah, hair like, whenever. Yeah. I'm, I'm just be like, hey, can't do it, today, but I can do it after like right. eight when right. I close. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, and I bring that up to say that sometimes we get really comfortable with um, with women of color or men of color, right? And we might not always treat them how they feel like they should be treated consistently mm-hmm. you know we treat them like how black family treats them you know not always living up to the bargain yeah how we should you know doing the things that we said we, we would mm-hmm. with vows or um being as a husband or a wife so i think that's what i think that's where the issue comes in sometimes where i realize with some black men uh what they were looking for was some of the black women that they've met 
they weren't getting and and that some of that was maybe not the submissiveness they were looking for like mm. oh i want um i wanted you to just be like feminine with me like how you would want me how a woman would want you to be masculine with her mm. or you, i wanted some submissiveness whether it just be like in the bedroom or like you know i kind of want to feel like i'm head of the household like mm. i'm doing something you know and not have you you know just want to take over all the time i want to work with you yeah. you know uh, that's some of the things that I, i've seen and talked about mm. you know with other people i think uh so kind of like trailing a little back uh to what you said um about like the being a black male and hating yourself mm-hmm. i don't think that it's yeah we got like three minutes oh, um okay. but yeah uh so i think that it's not really like hating yeah, so I I would say that it's it's only hitting yourself if you bash black women, mm-hmm. right? So if you like if you are a man of color and you know you're with a uh, a person not of color, um, and you're bashing your own people, that's yeah, that's self hate, like for sure. But I think like if it's if you have your own reasoning, like that's not what you're. If they're not who you're attracted to, then that's not really self hate. Like it's kind of a preference but yeah like i i just wanted to kind of bring that up because there's i've seen a lot of people like sit up here and like bash black women and mm-hmm. like shout out black women because y'all are oh man y'all something else yeah but, no no because <laughs> sometimes you just have a bad experience with with one or two women mm-hmm. you know i don't think that that gives you right to bash everybody right you know but yeah um i don't know i think i'm yeah i'm like Anything else? You kind of <laughs> got like, yeah, I'm, I'm like tapped out. You say he's tapped out. <laughs> this is UFC now. Yeah, I love UFC. <laughs> I gotta say that UFC is dope. It's pay per view. I was, I was gonna ask who's paying for it. Yeah. Or, 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 or no, 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 not to sound like I'm cheap, but <laughs> no, like, no, no, I, no, because I'll put money in. It's yeah. just, I don't want to pay for it all by myself. I, like, no, I hit and I don't want to watch it by myself. Yeah. I feel like it's not as epic. It's it's not like you gotta like that's definitely some like the you know the the fights that they put on that's not pay per view like mm-hmm. I love watching those because like I you know I enjoy it by myself but like you know big money fights like yeah you gotta watch that with people because like it's just it's a better experience but it's definitely like dope like I I like UFC a little more than a little bit more than boxing I don't know it's just I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's more exciting, man. Yeah, it, it is like because boxing, like yeah, some like someone get knocked out, like but in UFC, like people be doing everything. Like you can sit up here, like people doing backflip kicks and stuff like that, like jumping off the cage, Superman punch, stuff like that. Like it, it's just it's better that way. Like you kind of like using the whole body as a as a weapon instead of just your hands. But like I understand, like you know if it, if it's just boxing, like yeah. That's, that's how you know if you if you had the hands or not. But yeah, and it's UFC. not as long. It's not as long. Yeah, as <laughs> yeah. UFC be over just like that. Somebody catch a wrong hand, that's over. But um, yeah. Um, so where can the people find you? Uh, your poetry page or your personal <laughs> page, anything like that? Uh, if, if you feel comfortable. No, <laughs> no, I'm comfortable. They can find me. On Instagram at Calvin vs CJ, uh, Calvin with a C, not not a K. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know who. 
I spells her name with, with a K, but I've met, I guess there's some people that I met that spell with a K, but yeah, Calvin, V-S-C-J mm. on Instagram. I got a website I'm putting up soon Word. with all my work and some more videos coming soon this week. Some dance videos? I, I don't know. You're going to have to see. <laughs> I, yeah, man, excited to tune in, but uh thank you thank you for being here um thank you for making the time yeah i kind of messed everything up i was like scheduling was just like it threw me off a little bit but um yeah again thank you for being here like this this dope uh i liked our conversation it was good dialect dialogue whoa i said dialect <laughs> no I, I i understood what you were saying uh, yeah no it's good to be here man i appreciate you having me here word all right let me go get this